Imagine this. It's an ordinary Tuesday, but something's different today. You inhale deeply as you wait. You see the sun peeking through the curtains perfectly, and you internally whisper, Ah, thank you. You know challenges will arise today, but you also feel grateful because without challenges, you wouldn't know ease. Without hardships, you wouldn't know flow, and without heartbreak, you wouldn't know love. My hope is to have you lean more toward the side of gratefulness, gratitude, and a world that has so much beauty to offer us. But a lot of times, we are so controlled by our minds that we can walk right by it and never even experience it. This is Opaloma, and I'm your host, Casey Zaruba. Welcome. Hello, friends. I'm so happy you're here. Episode three. I hope you kind of binged these first three episodes um, that we launched with. But this feels so monumental, right? Like it it does for me. I don't know. I, I talked a little bit about this in episode two, just for like two seconds high. A podcast had kind of been on my heart for a while. This idea for a podcast has been stirring in me for quite some time. I knew that I had some limiting beliefs and like some imposter syndrome type stuff to work through before I can make this what I really wanted it to be. And I very much so had a vision of what I wanted it to be, which is basically I wanted to reach people. I'm not looking for notoriety or, you know, these huge sponsorship deals. I'm not looking for like this flashy form of followers or attention to engage and numbers from Instagram. I'm looking for depth. I'm looking for depth in myself. And since I'm searching for that anyways, I thought, why not share it with the world? Even if it touches a couple people to look for the depth within themselves, it's worth it to me. It's also like my intention behind this podcast is to just bring out the brightness in people that has been dimmed for too long. That's like my heart behind it. And You know, recently I got on this kick about intention and how important it can be to really, really focus on your intention behind an action. Um, This question was posed recently that if someone were to ask you if you were happy, like what would your answer be? And I thought about it for a minute and I thought, well, yeah, I'm so happy I have a marriage I'm so happy in. Like that was my biggest prayer through life is when I was younger, just to have a happy marriage. I've got six kids. That sounds shocking even to say, because that was not, <laughs> it's not in the, the deck of cards for me. And yet it's been one of the biggest blessings of my entire life. But when I really dug in and thought about what the answer to this question would be like, or would sound like, I really thought, well, it kind of depends on the day that you're asking me, right? Because like if I'm having a shitty day, the answer to that is going to be totally different than if I'm on a a high and I got to not actually high, by the way, (laughs) if I'm on an emotional high energy high where I've like had some time to myself, my morning was slow. I got to maybe drink my coffee in peace. I have my fireplace going like my whole vibe, right? Like if my morning starts out good, for instance, I'm recording this two days before Christmas. It won't be two days. It'll be into January when you listen to it. But this morning, four of my kids stayed at my parents' house last night. I didn't get up till 8 a.m., which might not sound like that big of a deal, but that was a big deal because usually we get up at like 5.30 or 6. Tyler woke me up to saying, hey, I have coffee ready for you. Me and the girls, the little girls, are going to go to the gym. 
I was like, okay, so I just get to just wake up in a house with nobody. Like, this is so odd to me, right? Like, that never happens in a family of eight. So when I really got to thinking, if you were to ask me today if I'm happy, of course my answer is yes, I feel really happy. But if you ask me on a hard day, I mean, my answer might be totally different. So something really interesting about growth is, is right now in this moment, we feel that we are soaring. We are on a trend. We are making content that feels vibey. We are pushing boundaries and we are moving into new places. But a year from now, most likely, I know for myself, we look back and we feel like a little bit cringeworthy of what we were putting out there. This feels weird to think about in the future, but the best thing that we can do for ourselves is work toward feeling cringy a year from now. If we look back and we are doing the exact same things that we were doing a year ago, then we should be 10 times more concerned about that, about that outcome, than how we feel today about feeling, feeling a little bit cringy. We have these endless opportunities presented to us daily. Each day, we basically have to weigh the effort versus the return, right? Like that's everything in life. Everything in life, we're, we're weighing like, what is our, it's like a risk management. What am I going to put into it versus what am I going to get out of it? Now, this can be an activity with our kids. This can be in our marriage. This can be in our job. It usually is in all of those things. It can be in our finances, like an investment, whatever it is, risk versus return. What is my, what effort am I putting in and what return am I getting out of it? Now, the interesting thing about this is the return and the effort are both you. You are both of those. So really, when you ask yourself those questions about opportunities that are presented to you, okay, well, what's the return? What's the risk? Really what you're doing each day when presented with a new opportunity is you're asking yourself, would you bet on you? Would I bet on me? That's like, damn, like, would I bet on me? That it rephrase it in that way. When someone says like, hey, you love fashion, like, why don't you pursue fashion? Ask yourself, instead of saying, well, okay, what's the what's the investment versus the return? Ask yourself, like, well, would I bet on me? Same thing in everything that you look at. While you walk out the new journey to new opportunities, the absolute most important part of growth and changes are the intention behind them. I know you're probably thinking, like, okay, Casey, awesome. We should be intentional about our thoughts. But it, it's so much freaking bigger than that. It's not even just that you should be intentional about your thoughts. It is, it is absolutely necessary that you are intentional about your thoughts for a couple of reasons. One, the first thing you want to look at is your why. When you're tempted to lead or to do something, it feels exciting for a new thing. But ask yourself, if you do this, what are you hoping to gain from it? Like deep down, not on the surface level, but like deep down, what are you asking? What are you looking to gain from this? Ask yourself these internal questions without people hearing the answer. Like you don't need to go into a group of people and ask their opinions. To be totally honest and blunt, their opinions actually do not matter at all. Almost always we ask people questions we already know the answer to. We just ask them for confirmation of the answer we've already given ourselves. I know this is true about me. I know this is true about you. So really ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? Even this podcast for me, you know, like I ask my, myself some hard questions, even before I post on social media, before words come out of my mouth, before I raise my voice to my kids, before I have a, conver a hard conversation with my husband. 
am I, what am I looking to gain? Am I looking to gain an argument? Am I looking to look like the bigger person? Am I showing my new vehicle because I'm, I want to put the perception to people that I'm in a great financial position? The intention that you put behind a movement, a conversation, an action, even if not verbally, says everything about what you're doing and who you are. And that will always come to light, my friend. So if if you see people doing those things, just like the intention behind their action is important, the, the intention behind your reaction is just as important. There, the, We can never escape like mean people on social media, right? So your response to it is says everything about you. Their action, their response is everything about them. What they do doesn't mean anything about you. That speaks for them, right? So really get get honest with yourself. Get clear. You know, so often I feel like we aren't honest with ourselves about why we're doing something. I asked somebody earlier, she said, you know, I just really struggle literally this morning. I really struggle with like showing up on social media. And I asked her, well, like, why? Why do you struggle showing up on social media? And I was kind of expecting a generic answer. And she said, well, if I'm being honest, insecurity. I mean, I'm insecure about what it looks like for me to show up on social media. And I was like, gosh, good for you for saying that. Because a lot of people would have taken like kind of a an easier answer that wasn't so like vulnerable, right? So as you're showing up, just make sure that your intentions are really pure because they're going to lead every action moving forward in your relationship, in your personal life, in your wellness journey, in your job, in your dream, whatever it is. Like ask yourself, am I doing this for followers? Am I doing this because I like how it feels to be a people pleaser? Like get really freaking honest. Or am I doing this actually in spite of what people think? That's not really any better or how it makes them feel. Actually, I'm moving forward with this feeling pretty certain there will be some people who won't love the way that this feels. The thing is, is like you immediately know the answer to these questions and you have a chance here to be really honest with yourself. A chance to put your growth money, if you will, where your mouth is, listen to your intuition. It's there for a reason. So kind of how to move forward with that is you can ask yourself just a few questions is these are the three things you want to ask yourself when you're when you're moving into a new direction is do I want to be doing this? What am I hoping this leads to? Do I feel like I'm being my true self when I do this? Because there's a lot of things that we do in life out of expectation to do them. And one of the biggest things that I have found so far for me in like my journey is the really just like quieting the noise around me and listening to my inner voice. And that's, that is, that is so much easier said than done for anybody, but it's definitely easier said than done when you have a family of eight, right? Like it's, you don't get a lot of quiet time. Right now, I only have quiet time because Tyler took the kids to my sister-in-law's to decorate cookies for Christmas. So um, yeah, you want to quiet the noise around you, get get comfortable and really just dig in like, what am I desiring in life? What am I looking to get from life? Am I wanting to be rich? Am I wanting to be at peace? And I, am I wanting a clear plate, a clear conscience? Like, Just ask yourself, like, and really wait for like an organic, honest answer about that, a really authentic answer, not the surface level one of like, yeah, I want to, I want to be a wife and I want to be a mom and I want a house and kids and all this stuff and white picket fence. Like 
that stuff, there's nothing wrong with wanting that stuff. Like that's really, really good stuff too. But I'm talking like the soul moving stuff, like dig in deep, 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 deep. What deep in you are you desiring from life? Like for me, if I just like quiet myself for a moment and really ask that question from life, I want, I want peace. Like, okay, if I close my, I literally have my eyes closed right now. If I close my eyes and I'm looking at like my dream vision, it is like birds flying and I am on an empty beach and there is an ocean and my kids are like running in circles, chasing each other. And there's not a worry in the world. I have a business that is running behind the scenes. I have created businesses, multiple businesses, multiple streams of income that are working for me while I step away doing the thing that we are always meant to do, which is actually live. I want to work really freaking hard right now to create a life where I get to step away every once in a while and do the thing we're all working for, which is live. So ask yourself those questions. Be really honest about the answer to them and just be true to yourself about the answer. Or don't, don't waste your energy on, you know, just the BS, you know? Mm-hmm. Purifying your intention simply means that what you say, what you do, and what you mean are all in alignment. Let me say that again. Purifying your intentions behind movement in your life simply means what you say, what you do, and what you mean are all in alignment. Don't get so much energy from the quick hits of validation on social media. It's really important. And it's also really hard to do. So like, also don't beat yourself up about this. It takes a lot of work and it's honestly something I'm still working on. I, you know, I, I, I follow those quick hits too. And I have to stop myself and say, Casey, this is tiny doses of adrenaline, tiny doses of dopamine, but tiny doses of adrenaline and dopamine aren't lasting. They are tiny doses for a reason. What we want is we want depth that takes us for the long haul. We want dopamine and we want adrenaline for the long haul, right? Like we don't want these tiny hits. Those tiny hits are what ultimately lead to burnout in all areas of our lives. So don't look for quick hits of validation on social media. Align your intentions and just trust that if your heart is in alignment and is in the right place, then you will grow in success, my friend. The right people will see it. You've probably heard this before, but like what's meant for you can't miss you if you're open to going to it. Something that I heard once that really put me in my place. I'm trying to think of where I heard it and I can't remember. If I remember, I'll come back. But something I heard once that really put me in my place is people know what to say to get the right validation back. And like, whew, I have absolutely done that. People, myself, I know what to say to get quick validation. Do you think my house looks okay? I already know my house looks okay. I decorated it. I obviously love it. I picked out every single thing in this house. Like, Or I spend an hour getting ready, doing my hair and my makeup picking out a cute outfit, like, I don't know. Do you like this outfit? Knowing damn well, I look good. I picked it all out. (laughs) But we know what will get the right validation back for us. These are the cheap shots that we want to avoid. If Like, check your ego. I have to do this all the time. I need to check my ego. When we take quick hits, quick validation checks, we are, we're cheaping out, right? Like we're not looking for cheap stuff. We're looking for the long haul stuff. We are here for the long haul. Quick, cheap hits, they won't fulfill us. Another thing I have found that has really benefited me more and more over the years is leaving things open-ended and letting experiences, truths, new information, new passions, 
those lead you. So perfect example. I might've already shared this like on episode one or something. When I started this podcast, I really, I even told, I even told my podcast manager, she said, Hey, yeah, we'll write out the outline of each podcast ahead of time. And we'll do this and this and this. And she's amazing. And so I was like, okay, cool. And then I sat on it. I was like, hang on. It's my go-to to just say, okay. But if I'm really thinking about who I am and what works really well for me is like, I am a very much in the moment girl because that's where I'm most passionate. That's where I'm most authentic. And so it doesn't usually work well for me to like plan out what I'm going to feel like a week from now, plan out this like really heartfelt podcast a week from now. We went to Zoo Lights like three days ago and I was, a song came on, a thought came to mind. We were like driving through downtown Houston and I immediately opened my notes app and like wrote all of this stuff. I was like just typing as fast as I could and Tyler started talking to me and he looked over and he was like, oh, are you writing for the podcast? And I was like, yeah, give me just a second. I need to get these thoughts out of my head really quick before I forget them. He was like, oh, no worries. Like, I so appreciate he knows how I work. So be really mindful of how you work and just stick with that. And so I told her that. I was like, this is how I I work. This is what's going to be like the best. And she was like, cool. Sounds great. Like that worked really well for her. So kind of with this podcast is I'm probably going to have questions. I'd be like, what's your plan? Like, what's the long-term plan with the podcast? But my long-term plan with anything is to leave the door open, is to leave it open-ended. Basically look like a look at a hallway that kind of goes out into like a funnel. Have you ever seen those like water slides where you go down the tube and you it opens up into the big tube and you like swirl around and then you like fall in the hole? Imagine that. That is what your future should look like when it comes to the planning of your family, when it comes to your partner in life, where it comes to where you're going to live. One of the biggest, most damaging things that I have done in the past is try to plan it all and put it in this box and put a timeline on it and expectations. You are basically telling the universe, telling God, telling whoever it is that you, who or what you believe in, that I'm trusting. I'm trusting and I'm believing and I'm having faith that what is meant for me cannot miss me if I leave it open. When I put these tight constraints on it, on my business, on my relationship, on motherhood, on friendships, on community, my neighborhood, my house, whatever it is, I am saying I know more than you. But when you allow all of those things to just happen organically, they usually happen a million times better than you think. I know for me personally, like that's obviously true. Like if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have two kids, boy and a girl, you know, that's stupid. That's how we were. That's how we were. Ultimately, like that was not my story at all. I ended up donating eggs to a couple when I was 24, couldn't get pregnant for five and a half years, ended up privately adopting. Um, That was foster, ended up privately adopting again, 10 months later got pregnant with Harvey after five and a half years when Harvey was nine months old, deciding to become foster parents, took in a new, found out we were pregnant with our first foster placement. While we had our first foster placement, we found out we were pregnant again, which was a shocker because it took so long the first time. Those girls left and then we got Yumi, my now daughter. She was five days old. I was four months pregnant. We had a 12 month old, a one year old, a two year old. I was four months pregnant and we had a five day old. In the span of 12 months, we gained three children. I had a baby. We still had Yumi and then we brought in Yumi's sister. I mean, it was, we went from three to six kids in the, in a, in a factor of three months. Like that was not the plan. Had I been so hard up to follow the plan, I would have missed. I mean, it literally 
makes me tear up thinking about it. I would have missed out on some of the best days, the best moments, the best experiences of my life, like of my life. It's just crazy to me. It's almost like scary to think that like I could screw this up if I tried really hard. And so from now on, when people are like, what's the plan? I'm like, I don't know, but like, I feel like I'm being led in this direction and I trust my intuition more than I trust outside influences or external forces or external people telling me what's right, what's wrong, what I should do, where I should go, when I should do it. I trust myself more and I've practiced trusting myself more for a really long time. And so I'm going to follow it. And guess what? It hasn't really steered me wrong yet. And so I'm going to go that way. Um, you know, all of these things. So leaving things open leaves room for movement and your personal, your professional, your creative journey, your path overall to a fuller life lies on all of those things I just mentioned above being in alignment, but they can only be in alignment if you truly live open-ended. Your intention will automatically make you feel better or make you feel worse. Maybe you automatically decide that you want to offer something really great to the world. Maybe your kindness, maybe your kindness and genius in an area. I don't know what that is. You probably already know. Be careful letting your ego lead you. Be soft, but also true with your intention behind your actions. I I feel so grateful every week, even though it's only been three weeks, it's going to be a lot more. <laughs> I feel really grateful to be here with you guys. Yeah. Cheers to episode three, my friends. Close your eyes. Well, unless you're driving and then maybe let's not. One inhale, one exhale. You're doing it, my friend. You're changing hard things into new things. And little by little, you're taking control over your emotions and your future. And I am so damn proud of you for that. You should be too. I feel honored to do the work alongside you. If you want to follow along my sweet, not so little family, you can find me on Instagram at Zarubalife and at oo.paloma. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.